Hello. Welcome back to my fellow sisters podcast. Okay, let's just get right into it because I know we got a lot to talk about today. My peak, I went to the, the dog park with all three of my babies. We stayed there for like two hours and just seeing all of them run around this, I don't know. I'm just a very proud mom. <laughs> I don't I don't want to make this long, obviously, because it's not it's not that big of a deal. But I don't know. Lady especially, she as soon as we let her loose, she was running like crazy and it just made me so happy. And then Rory was good with the other dogs. This is our first time taking him to a dog park with other dogs before, and that was great. And then Cardi was doing all the tricks on the little equipment, and it was just like, oh, it was such a good day. Period. Yeah. But my pit was that for for whatever fucking reason, my back has been hurting so much. And I think that's a sign to book my next massage. <laughs> Period. <laughs> I've more so been worried about you. I won't lie. Oh? Yeah. <laughs> been thinking about you a lot and just some of the things that you've been going through this year and I just um I don't know I said we're not crying today you know my eyes are already kind of watering and it didn't even happen to me I just feel bad so if you want to tell us your do you want to tell us your peak or your pit first I don't know you want to start off (laughs) I'm gonna tell you my peak first okay my peak I have a really supportive boyfriend who feeds me good (laughs) <laughs> we went to uh, the Cheesecake Factory. That was my first time going. Ooh, was it good? Yeah, expensive but good. But <laughs> it was the inside was so fancy. Like it, it was the fanciest place I've been. Cause really? it was a really like bougie one. Yeah, and y'all, if you're gonna get an appetizer, try the fried mac mac and cheese balls. Those. Please, we took a bite at the same time and both of our eyes went wide because that shit was so good. You know, this is how you know I've never been because I thought the Cheesecake Factory was simply just dessert. No, I did too. (laughs) Until he was telling me about it. Oh my gosh. It was, yeah, I I was a fan. I was like, this is bougie, okay. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And then we ended up getting McDonald's. Oh, y'all had two dinners. Well, no. So this one was like um, around noon. And then we were driving back last night around like eight-ish. Because we had the two-hour drive. So we ended up just getting McDonald's. It's so crazy because on Sundays, you're all the way up north and I'm all the way down south. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) When two worlds collide. (laughs) Just meet in the middle. Man. Well, I'm glad... That you had a good time. Did you... You watched the Super Bowl. Um, yes. We watched part of it at um, my mama's house. And then as we were driving back last night, I was, like, playing it on my phone so he could listen to the game as he was driving. Because I don't really like driving in the dark, but I was, like, spending the night with him right. um, at his college, so... Uh, I was like, I could put the game on. <laughs> <laughs> you know, for some reason, I couldn't find anywhere. Like, I have Paramount Plus, but I don't have Paramount, Paramount Plus with, the like, the live. Um, So, I did mine. Like, I first I Googled the game, and then it said watch live, and then it gave me options. And because I have the Paramount, it took me right to it. For some reason, it didn't for me. I tried YouTube, too, but... We lose signal a lot where we go, and so it was almost pointless. But it, periodically, I would look up on Google, like, what's the score? And, of course, the Chiefs won, like, duh. Yeah. <laughs> well, boyfriend. <laughs> when they were tied at first, I'm sorry, mom and, mom and my boyfriend, they were going at, she was like, the Chiefs are going to win, and he wanted the other team. And they were both talking all this talk, and I'm just sitting there like, yup, well, I'm just happy to be here. <laughs> <laughs> we're here for Taylor. Thank you. Yeah, I said, mom, I seen her. She wearing a crop top. She looked good. She did look good. She looked fine as hell. I, I don't know. I think that's really great, though, that she won a Grammy. He won the Super Bowl. I was like, what a power couple. Uh, yeah, because I guess I fell asleep like 10 minutes before we got back to his dorm. And I woke up 
to him like rubbing my hand and holding my hand. As soon as I woke up, he said the Chiefs won. Hell yeah. <laughs> and I was like, thanks for the update. I know there was at one point they were tied for a minute and I was like, oh my God. Like, <laughs> they, Yeah, they were tied. So then they did overtime. Mm-hmm. I was awake for that part. So I like fell asleep right at the end. Yeah. I was on TikTok and that's literally all my feed is, is the game. Me too. I got on there today. I said, I want to laugh. Like, <laughs> get, I saw this shit yesterday. Get it off my screen. What did you think? Uh, oh, f- first of all, before we get into the halftime show, when I was on TikTok, I was reading some of the comments and the 49ers fans or whatever, they were saying, oh, they own the they let the Chiefs win or the Chiefs only won because they didn't want to see the precious, precious princess Taylor Swift cry on TV. Like they thought that there would be an uproar if Taylor cried. Like, girl, please, you're a sore loser. Move on. Right. Mm, that's ugly behavior for a grown-ass man too (laughs) what was it the brads the chads and the dads (laughs) yeah get a grip oh man it was a good game though yeah what did you was intense like i don't even normally watch football but now that i have a boyfriend who like plays football all into the football i've been watching it and i'm not gonna lie it it gets a little intense because i'm over here like oh oh (laughs) like damn i watched the game last year just because we were with eli's family and it was on and it you know it was pretty cool to watch and then this year i had a harder time watching it but there are i've been getting bits and pieces online but i got the gist the moral of the story is we won and that's all i care about And the halftime show, show, of course, I went on YouTube and found that and watched the whole thing. A lot of people were saying that they were very underwhelmed by it. I mean, I thought it was all right. I thought I liked the songs. Well, see, he didn't play DJ Falling in Love or DJ Got Us Falling in Love. And so I was like, boy. Him and Alicia Keys? I I know. Literally, when I was watching it, I looked at Eli and I was like, she's married. (laughs) I looked at my mom, I was like, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> you checking her out a little too much, Usher? Don't ever. <laughs> Can you imagine? No, but I, I thought it was pretty good. I've seen some videos on TikToks of, as well of like older guys dancing and getting up and, you know, to Usher on the screen. I thought that was cute. I like Usher. I mean, I know a lot of his songs. I just wish he would have played. What I was really disappointed about was that Justin Bieber was there, but he didn't get up there. Did you hear the rumors that Usher tried to get Justin Bieber to perform with him? Yeah. I mean, maybe Bieber just didn't want to. He just wanted to enjoy the game. No, I know. Because there was like some, somebody said something about um, the reason why Justin stopped performing and making music and all that a few years ago is because of how the industry has treated him, which I can understand. But I really thought, because he had been performing in Canada a few days ago. And so I was like, okay, maybe he's slowly coming back in. And the Super Bowl is like his big entrance back into the game. But no. (laughs) Nope. He said, I'm just here to watch the game. That's all. Yeah. But I thought him and Justin, or him and Justin, I can't talk today if you can't tell. Him and Haley were pretty cute on the, the screen. Yeah, they're cute. They're cute or whatever. Yeah. Anyways, I, I thought Usher was pretty all right. I think I always expect something huge to happen, but the past few years, it, there hasn't really been anything crazy. You know, when I think back to Rihanna's performance last year, in the moment I thought, oh, you know, it could have been crazier. But now that I think about it now, it's like that girl was pregnant on a floating stage high up in the air dancing. I would be scared shitless. So. Yeah. I'm like, uh uh, get somebody else to do it. Yeah, like that's insane now that I reflect. I'm like, girl, you're a badass bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness. But, anyways, enough of the shits and gigs. We will lighten it up later in the episode. But do you want to tell everybody your pit? My pit is that I don't have fries right now. I'm just kidding. It was really intense. I don't know how you're going to recover. Yeah. <laughs> I literally had fries last night. Let me calm down. <laughs> My pit is that I had to go to a funeral. And obviously, nobody's a fan of those. 
I was gonna say I'm not a fan of those, but then I was like, nobody's a fan of those, Haley. You need if to. You're, say- if you're a fan of funerals, like what is I'm wrong? I'm concerned. With you? Yeah. Do you care to elaborate? Oh, um, well, so I was bringing my boyfriend with me, you know, support or whatever, and he's two hours away, and I was there with him, so we had to wake up. We woke up at like 6, 6.30 that morning. Uh, we had to go to my mom's house first so I could get ready there before we went to the funeral. That's why we had to get up so early. Mm-hmm. And then, so he was getting ready. We drove to mom's house. We got ready, and then we went. It was a nice service, very well put together. It was beautiful. Um, and then you're kind of bouncing around like who this person is to you and stuff like that. So like, I don't want to force you to talk about it if you don't want to. It talk was about a friend. It was a friend. It was somebody I grew up with. Like, um, yeah, it was a friend. Okay, we ain't gotta get into it. <laughs> I'm not trying to air nobody out. No, I get that. We were actually talking a little bit before this episode, you guys, and she was like kind of filling me in. And there's something that we started to talk about. And I was like, oh my gosh, we got to talk about it on the podcast. So it's thoughts on skipping funerals or not. And I think we have some interesting perspectives. Well, first, let me tell y'all that somebody came up to me and asked me if I was going. And I was like, I don't know. Like, I was thinking of, like... Because I don't do well at funerals. Not that anybody does. But I was, like, going to let balloons go in the air and everything. On your own time? Yeah. Yeah. I got to, like, sit in there and I was like, uh, I don't know. Like, I kind of want to be there with her. Mm-hmm. And say my goodbyes. And then I was like... um, I don't know. I had somebody come up to me basically, like... Well, you need to go. If you don't go, you're going to regret it. And I was like, yeah, like, I'm thinking about it. But it's the fact that, like, don't be in my face telling me I need to go. Like, I feel like, yes, I ended up going because I felt like it was the right thing to do for that situation. But I also feel like you can say your goodbyes in other ways, too. And, you know, that's a good point because, for me, I have a hard time going to funerals as well especially when it's open caskets like that's just not my thing I don't want to see you like that and I completely understand like saying your goodbyes and seeing them for the last time and all of that stuff but for me personally I don't like being emotional in front of other people yeah same and I am not going to be able to express how I actually feel unless I am by myself or in the safeness of my own home so I completely understood your stance on like not being able to decide if you wanted to attend the funeral or not. Because for me personally, if my friend passed away, I would feel like I should be there. But I don't know if I would be able to because I don't, I don't really know how to explain it. I just feel like there's other ways to grieve. Like you don't have to show up and show all these other people that... Like, you made it there. I feel like you can grieve at home by yourself in your own way, whether that be releasing balloons for somebody in their honor at home and, like, or, ha- like, just having your own little service with people yeah. that you love and care about. I just don't feel like that should be a requirement, although that is the normal thing to do. I, like, I just feel like not everybody is capable of doing that. Like, I know for a fact if I did go to a funeral, I would never be able to speak for somebody and give a speech oh yeah same that's just not me I wouldn't be able to handle it I wouldn't be able to get to wor- the words out and just showing up to a funeral would be a lot for me and so personally yeah. I would much rather grieve at home by myself because the person that has passed away will know my heart know my intention and know that I did love and care for them whether or not I say goodbye at a funeral right Yeah, that's kind of how I was. I was just going back and forth. And then I just, I kind of decided, like, literally the night before, I'm going to go. So I was, like, talking to my managers. I'll bring you your form for proof, but I'm going to go to this funeral. And then I I looked at my boyfriend. I was like, will you go? And he was like, oh, you want me to go with you? And I was like, yeah. And he was like, yeah, of course. 
He dressed so nice. I was like, dang. You got all this? I'm glad you have a support system to go. Yeah, and then he drove the whole way there. Drove the whole way back. He held, like, he was right there the whole time. I was holding his arm. And then I ended up going back home with him. Because it was like, I feel like without him being there, it would have been, like, a way harder day. Like, it would have been way more on me emotionally oh for sure but we ended up going back to the house afterwards well first he took me out to eat you know fancy fancy and then uh we came back here and he hung out with mom they watched the game together making all their little comments like I said I'm just here to have fun so I was just sitting there like not sure what's going on but I'm here uh we were playing with Zeus outside. Basically doing everything in your power to keep the mood up. Yeah. And then, like, last minute I decided, because, like, I knew we had to take him back home that night. And I kind of looked at him. But it was, like, a mutual thing. Because he's, he's been telling me this before when I go home before work. He's like, just stay an extra night and leave for work here. And I'm like... I don't know. I have to get up so early. So I was like thinking about it. And I said something to mom. Mom's like, yeah, I feel like that's the smartest option. When I said it to him, he was like, yes, yes, yes. So fast. Like he was so happy about it. And that like made my mood go up like 10 times, 10 times higher. Because I was like, I don't, it feels good to be around people who show they're excited to be around you. So when he found out like I was coming to sleep for the night, he was like really excited, really supportive. And he drove the whole way there too. And I was like, this this is nice. I can get used to this. <laughs> yeah, very it's very nice to have that support system. I, it just really sucks that 2024 is like really kicking our asses, but in different ways. I feel like I more so like, for- it's February, bruh. Yeah, but I think it's a good reminder to not let a couple bad months or the start of the year to determine your whole year. Like don't check 2024 off is awful yet. All right, so it is Valentine's Day by the time this episode releases. So in the spirit of having a support system, loving those around you as long as you can, let's lighten the mood by reading a few love stories slash proposals slash how we met. Like basically just like love stories in general. And I want to hear your thoughts because I thought they were kind of (laughs) crazy. Okay. I think it'll give you a good laugh or something to take your mind off of, basically. Well, first I want to hear what what are your Valentine's plans? Do you guys do anything? Oh, um. Or is it just like a normal, some people don't celebrate it. No, Well, see, I think you got to keep the relationship alive by doing things like that, whether it just be something small or something extravagant, just something. But um, we are going to see that I've had it podcast show like the hot shit tour on thursday which is the day after valentine's day and i think the day of valentine's day eli doesn't know this yet and i know he's not going to hear this (laughs) but i i got him a card and a few gifts i don't think he got me something because we low-key agreed not to get gifts because (laughs) the the tour was the gift yeah myself so (laughs) i got him that and so he got me flowers a couple i don't know i want to say probably a week ago now so I think that kind of counts for it. But honestly, I think we're just probably going to, depending on the weather, we might go hiking or some shit. I know we're going to go shopping. You're coming over. What are you talking about? You need an oil change done. (laughs) (laughs) I'm on my way. (laughs) So I don't know. I think we're just going to hang around the house for a little bit. We might go out to dinner or something. We'll, We'll do something to celebrate that day. But the main part of Valentine's Day for us will be the hot shit tour the next day. Period. What about you? Other than your oil change. Um, well, I'm not celebrating Valentine's on actual Valentine's Day. Yeah. Because, like, I have work before I can go out and see my boo thing. I know he told me to bring a dress. Oh? Heels. Yeah, I'm supposed to dress nice. Yes, because I wore them yesterday, and now he wants them again. <laughs> so don't get used to this. I'm a sweatpants kind of gal, okay? <laughs> But, um, yeah, so I'm supposed to dress nice. He's looking at places for dinner. Um, I got all his gifts. Girl, he's had my gift for over a month, and he hid it in his room. Yeah. That's commitment right there. Yeah. 
it like because he's like you can't snoop in my room because <laughs> you will find it <laughs> and i finished all his stuff so like i have stuff he won't listen to this either so he's a big romantic sweetheart kind of like how i am mm-hmm. and um he has class the day that we're celebrating and he also has football workouts so like while he's gone to workouts i'm gonna like because him and his roommate both leave at the same time I'm going to, like, set the whole room up. And he's not going to expect it because I always go to sleep when he leaves. Like, he leaves me in his room while he goes to class and all that. And I'll snooze my day away because that's my off day. (laughs) But I'm going to actually get up and, like, set up the room cute, set his gifts up. His main gift won't be here this weekend because it is still being, it was being made. Oh. Yeah. What is this? Um, he won't listen to this. It's, um. (laughs) <laughs> it's a hoodie because he likes hoodies. And so have you guys ever seen like, it went viral like that I love my girlfriend hoodies. Mm-hmm. He had, it's not that, but he texted me. He was like, I would wear the fuck out of that. And I was like, okay, bet. So you, you like hoodies. <laughs> so I kind of got it. And I think it has, let me pull it up on my Amazon for you. <laughs> okay. Because I haven't looked at it in a minute. I actually meant to check on that when I got home today. I just didn't. While you're looking for that, this is so off topic, but I just reminded me of something. One of my main goals for the summer is to get a fence and like garden a my entire yard. If you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> and I wanted just like a bunch of plants everywhere. And then I was looking at the HOA rules. Tell me why I have to ask fucking permission to plant flowers in my own goddamn yard. That's, That's what I'm saying. That is what I'm fucking saying because Eli got me flowers for Valentine's Day, but they're going to die eventually. And I would love to just go into my backyard and pick some new ones in replacement. So I'm upsetty spaghetti. As you should. HOAs <sighs> are stupid. But anyways, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Did you Have you found it? Yeah. Well, oh, and he got me flowers. He got that when we went out. It was sunflowers mixed with roses, which if you know me. Your yeah. fave. Yeah. So I was like, period, period, period. But it's a hoodie, like, if you look at our new Instagram profile pic, that's why I chose that when you sent me the options, because that's it on the hoodies, and then, like, where the hands intertwine, it has our names right above the hands, and then on the sleeve, like, a little heart. That's so cute, and that's what I mean by I believe in the universe, because what are the chances that the exact logo you chose for the hoodie to give to your man is the same logo that I sent you to become the new profile picture of our podcast. Yep. That is so cute. And, you know, we've talked about this before, not to bring it back to, like, the dark place, but last Monday, one of the stories we were talking about on the podcast was literally about your friend. Yeah. And that just so happened to be the same day that she passes away. That's what I'm, like, saying. Like, yeah. I, I believe in the universe wholeheartedly. Like, there are signs everywhere Everything means something, babe. <laughs> Maya's like, fucking listen to me. <laughs> I sound crazy, but I, I believe in it wholeheartedly. <laughs> and again, not to bring you back to a dark place, but I truly, truly believe that your friend is watching over you, whether it be in heaven like you believe or just around us like I believe. I, I believe she's watching you, and I bet she's very appreciative that you went to the funeral period ate it up but anyways yeah i, I digress we, <laughs> we're trying to move up <laughs> sorry i just feel bad for you but anyways what is your favorite thing about valentine's day i know your love language is gift giving and i think mine is too but other than giving gifts oh, i was gonna say because i was so excited i was shopping i look i kind of got him a lot so i got his main gift but then, you know, you got to get the chocolate. and oh, of course. And they had a football one. I was <laughs> like, that that's him. I need that one. That's the one. And then a lion and attached to it, it had like a heart and like this little balloon type thingy. It says, I love you and I'm not lying. Now his tattoo is a lion because it's like part of their family name. Oh, that's cute. So I seen that. I said, this is so him. I, I got I to get it. <laughs> and then... Um, I don't know if you guys know how to do this, but um, you can, like, make roses, like, flowers out of ribbon. Oh, yeah. So I did that. Cute. Okay, so gift giving. <laughs> yeah. 
anything else you like about Valentine's? Oh. Well, to be honest, I haven't really, like, celebrated Valentine's. Oh. So, like, this is the first year where it's, like, somebody put in that effort. Like, when he told me he got the gift and it was, like, a month ago, I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> he is so me, though, because when it comes to Christmas, as soon as Christmas is over, once a month, I try to get something for each person throughout the year. Yep. So that I don't have to make big purchases at the end of the year. Well, because, dang, I don't know where it's at. It's right here. The first time, he bought me this. Oh, that's cute. Because, not to bring up dark things. You keep bringing up my dark things. I'm just kidding. Right off, it's okay. It's not like it's a love episode or nothing. (laughs) Oh, get over it, y'all. Happy Valentine's. (laughs) So when we were texting when he was home for Christmas break, and like I've said before, he lives in New York. So he was like, well, he doesn't live in New York, but he's from New York. So for the holidays, he was home in New York. And I was working on the baby shower stuff. Oh. And so when I was drawing Winnie the Pooh, he was like, I'm going to draw that. And I was like, bet, let me see. So that was like one of our first big things of like, he was drawing it, then I was drawing it. and We were sending pictures to each other. And then he ended up buying Winnie the Pooh bear because he said, like, it, it, it meant something between us. So he was like. He That's went. cute. And you know what? I love that even more because since that was for my baby shower, anytime y'all, you know what? I'm right in the middle. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Y'all yep. Each other, you think of me. <laughs> <laughs> I think some of my favorite things are Valentine's Day gift giving i think that's so cute and brings me so much joy nice dinners just as something as simple as eli Eli makes pasta a lot and just something as simple as sitting at the dinner table together no phones no tv just sitting there hanging out i really Mm -hmm. cherish those moments so yep well let's get into these love stories here in the spirit of valentine's day My teacher and I admitted feelings for each other at a reunion. That's the title. Oh. (laughs) I was a music major at university. I admit high school had not been great and I had a lot of self-esteem issues. However, my voice teacher really took me under his wing. He was always very encouraging and protective, even though he's very professional and a man of few words. We started developing a kind of unspoken bond over the years. It started with small things. He liked to invite his private students to all of the live broadcasts and their operas at the local movie theater. I always ended up next to him. He'd buy me a coffee in the morning beforehand. He would always suggest me any kind of local festival that needed a soloist. He started refusing to let his other students sing. He was very intimidating. So if there were any guys who made me uncomfortable, he always promptly scared them off too. Everyone knew not to mess with me, including the types of girls who haven't matured since high school. He just made me feel safe, even if I didn't fully realize it at the time I was starting to fall for him. Whew. We kept in contact when I sadly had to change schools for my master's, but we didn't see each other in person for many years. When I found out my undergrad university was having a formal fundraising function, I absolutely made plans to go when I found out he was going to be there. The night ended up being something out of a corny romantic movie. I was sitting at a table texting him trying to find him. When I finally saw him, I suddenly felt like my heart was just going to literally explode. I had never felt like this around him before. We hugged and there was definitely some tears. First of all, you crying because you're seeing your old teacher? Yeah. (laughs) There was a dance floor and DJ and he pretty innocently invited me out for a dance while we were caught up. I still remember the song Iris by the Goo Goo Dolls. Girlfriend. (laughs) I'm so, where are y'all at today? Not going to lie, I got a little sentimental. I told him how much he meant to me during my time there and how thankful I was for everything he did for me. We were both pretty (laughs) teary-eyed. Everything eventually got quiet between us for a moment and I was a little worried I'd been too gushy and made him uncomfortable. Nope, he kissed me. Like it was some scene out of a movie and we were two teenagers at a school dance. And it was really like everyone says it is when you kiss a love of your life, time just stopped. Everything was right in the world. 
That was three years ago, and now he's asked me to marry him. True love is out there, guys. Sometimes it's just hard to see. I mean, I'm glad you found your mate. Um, personally, I'm not a fan of, you know, the teacher-student thing, but, I mean, y'all waited till she wasn't a student there, so... Somebody asked what was the age gap, and she commented 16 years. Oh. <laughs> I mean, oh. love is love. You do you, boo. You, you were out of college at the time. He was no longer your professor. It just makes me really question. It's just interesting information. That's all, Pookie. Yeah, yeah, like, so happy for you, but I'm just very curious, like, did he feel that way when you were his student? How were your grades? Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, did he give you special treatment? Like, how in one night, after not seeing each other for years, did you guys immediately develop feelings and kiss? In just one night? Like, there had to have been... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. There is there no buildup? Or, am, like, y'all just living in a movie? I don't understand. <laughs> Happy Valentine's Day! <laughs> But I mean, hope you're happily married, period. Yeah, I mean, go you. Today I found out I'm dating my first ever crush. That's the title. When I you was nine. Found out? Huh? Okay, never mind. She confused me for me. I said you just found out. But then <laughs> I was like, okay. When I was nine, I visited Paris with my father and my two baby siblings at the time. While we were there, I met a kid with long curly brown hair, and according to my father, I never took my eyes off her when I did see her in the week we were there. My father joked that she was my first crush for ages after that, and when I came out as bisexual and then later gay, he used her as an example of why I couldn't possibly be those things. He insisted that I had to be straight. Present day, I'm almost an adult, and I've been dating my boyfriend for a while. He lived in Paris when he was younger, and I holidayed there a few times. We were looking through photos of our younger selves when I recognized one of them, and I jokingly told him about the story of my first crush. One thing led to another, and we ended up asking my father, and he confirmed that that picture looked exactly like the girl I had seen and crushed on. Obviously, my boyfriend's transgender now, and we know this doesn't sound true, but I'm dating my first crush, and I didn't even know it. Oh! What are the odds? That's soulmates right there. That real that is the you universe. What? I said that shit was like meant to be. Literally, the universe tried to steer you in the direction, and then came back. They did the full circle. Came back and said, "No, bay." They said, "Bitch, you missed it the first time. Let me let this, me give you something." This is your boo. This is your boo. That's insane. Period. I've seen stories on TikToks of. People seeing old pictures from their younger selves and like people will photobomb in the background. And there was one story in particular where this girl was reviewing old photos with her mom and they saw this little boy in the background and her husband came around because she, I guess, showed him the picture and he was like, oh my God, that's me. Like he was the little boy in the background of the yeah, photo. Yeah, I've seen TikToks like that too or like this girl, she took a picture on this like tree branch thingy and there was a name engraved and that ended up being her last name. Because she That's married. Insane. This is what I mean. Everything has a purpose. Everything has a meaning. Everything. Like, it's <laughs> the universe. <laughs> we bought a ring together on December 15th, 2016. Our sixth dating anniversary. Then he hid it from me and I tried my best to be patient until I proposed. I think I'm... I, I can't talk. I think I drove him kind of nuts. He proposed oh. at our friend's New Year's Eve party right at midnight. I remember turning around to look for him at 11.59. He was busy messing around with champagne glasses at the bar with his friends, so he gave me the wait-a-second finger when I tried to wave him over for a midnight kiss. Guys, if you're looking for a real quick way to piss off your lady, tell her to wait a minute at 11.59 on New Year's Eve. Yeah, period. <laughs> I was not a happy camper in that moment. Turns out he was trying to put the ring in the glass without anyone noticing. He brought over two glasses, handed me one, and said, Will you? Damn it! Got down on one knee, took my hand, and finished the sentence. I said yes, fished the ring out of the champagne, kissed him, and then grabbed my best friend to scream about what just happened. It was wonderful. And our friend photographed the entire thing. My only thing is, that's cute. Like, uh, good for you. That's 
you know, that's not unheard of. That's a common proposal. But I don't want a ring in my drink because I'm afraid I'm going to swallow it. No, and here's the thing is, like, I will swallow it. <laughs> because if my man's <laughs> handed me a drink, I trust him. And so I'm just going to drink it. Like, I'm not going to think that's twice how about I am. it. I get to chug in, so... Especially in a party setting, or not necessarily a party, but, like, a group setting, I'm not... Like, I'm going to be interacting with other people. I'm going to be chatting. So I'm not going to be looking in my glass, you know? Right. Yeah. I'm, I mean, cute story, though. Or I'm going to feel the texture and freak out. Because... Oh, my God, I, yeah. Like, te- certain textures give me the fucking ick. Like, donuts with filling, I can't. I can't. I can't. Mm-mm. Me either. You know what's so crazy, though? That that brings up a, a memory of mine. You remember when Emma got on top of you and pinned you down? Or was it the other way around? One of you pinned each other down and dropped a coin in each other's mouth. Oh, yeah, she like forced the coin in my mouth. Oh, okay, I so she pinned you down. <laughs> I'll never forget that in the hallway. <laughs> and then you, we couldn't get it out. Like, no, that made me chug. <laughs> Wild. I remember he sat me on the kitchen table and kept filling up water. <laughs> did you ever see it again i don't i don't think so i'm not really sure what happened there all right i actually met my husband's family before i met him i went to his eldest brother's engagement party because i was friends with his fiance, my now sister-in-law my husband was absent because he was in the navy his family was a blast and I thought, I'd love to meet someone for myself with a family like this. We finally met each other at their wedding and immediately hit it off. We danced, we ate, we drank. We were caught kissing outside the reception hall. I went with him to his family's home for the after party and gave him my phone number, which he used the next day. He eventually got orders to relocate to Spain and thought we would break up. But I said, great, I'm in. We rented an apartment there that ended up being our home for the next five years before we eventually got married and I couldn't be happier. Aww. That's cute that she was friends with the bride who was marrying his brother. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's cute. Look, besties got brothers, period. Right, that's what I'm trying to say is the best friends married brothers. So now they get to be family for life. That's so cute. Woo. All right, this one's a little long. I finally confessed my love to my best friend. Oh? We have been friends for roughly eight to nine years, and I've known... And I've known each other for about 10. When I first met her, I immediately thought she was absolutely gorgeous, but I was just a punk teenager who would skate up to the video store she worked at to grab a few movies about once a week. One night, as I went inside, I ended up absolutely it ended up absolutely pouring outside. The store closed in about 10 minutes, so she offered to give me a ride home instead of getting soaked, skating the mile or so back to my house. From there, we started talking more and more until a few years later, I was at a bar and she happened to be there. We grabbed a few beers together and... That started a sort of tradition for us, where after work, we'd grab a few beers and go our separate ways. Slowly but surely, we became absolute best friends. I would go over to her place and hang out, drinking cheap beer and watching crappy 90s TV shows until 3 or 4 in the morning, then going to work the next day feeling exhausted but happy. After a while of this going on, I made a comment about us hooking up. She shut it down, and from there, we just friend-zoned each other. We were both young and toxic and knew if if it went sideways, it would ruin the friendship. Things stayed that way for a while, and we saw each other at our best and worst, but then she moved to the other side of the country. We were both heartbroken, but it was the best move for her, so we knew our friendship would survive. Survive it did. We talked all the time and would be on the phone for hours whenever she or I would call the other. Somewhere in all of that, I fell in love with her. I knew nothing would come of it, so I kept it to myself. I even got married, and I'm still happily in a polygam- How do you say it? Polygamous relationship with my wife? I don't think I pronounced that correctly, but basically he's allowed to date other people while he's married. The moment things really started to build was when my when my wife and I flew out to Vegas for my friend's 30th birthday. We had a blast and she and my wife got super close and even ended up flirting. When we got back, my wife asked me if I had feelings for my friend and I told her everything. She thought it was super sweet and asked if we could talk to her. She wanted to possibly become a third to us. Wait a damn minute. Okay, so y'all gonna share a girlfriend. (laughs) Mm -hmm. We decided to go for it, and when my friend came down for New Year's, we mentioned it to her. She had sworn off of thruples and the L word, but said she was willing to give it a shot because it was us. 
She ended up coming back a few weeks later for a week-long trial run to see how everything went, and it went beautifully. That's actually when we had our first kiss, but I was still nervous to tell her exactly how I felt. That courage didn't come until after she left when I decided to throw caution to the wind and tell her. I told her I was in love with her and had been for years, that I had written poems in my journal about her as a way to get out my emotions without harming our friendship, and that while I was always happy being just her friend, I absolutely was head over heels for her. You can imagine my surprise when she told me she felt the same way. Now looking back at some of the pictures we took in Vegas, I can see the way we looked at each other, and it's so obvious that we were deeply in love with each other. We're happily together and in love, and she is also dating my wife who loves her. There's no awkward discovery phase for us because we know everything about each other. There's no, hey, that's too much because we know that the we know the other's boundaries. It's just easy the way love is meant to be. I've been slowly showing her some of my old poetry, and I can honestly say I've never been so happy in my entire life. I have a beautiful, smart wife and an amazing, gorgeous girlfriend who is also my best friend. I mean, period. <laughs> if, it's, if it's working for y'all. Yeah, that's crazy, though. You think you could do that? No, hell no. <laughs> I'm No. Isn't it so interesting? better not even touch. <laughs> Isn't it so interesting, though, to see different kinds of relationships and how they operate? Yeah, because I'm just like, I don't know. Like, even hearing the way he was in love with her as the wife, I'd be like, do you love her more than me? I would kind of feel that same way too. Even if I was okay with there being like a third person to the relationship, I don't think personally I could ever do that. But let's just say that I did. I would still feel like some type of way about him being in love with this other woman this entire time. Yeah. That's just a little, I'd be a little jealous. I don't know. I'd just be, no, I'm sorry. (laughs) My relationship is me and you and that's all you need. And period. And that's but, hey, but I mean, whatever works for you, I guess. Cool. Yeah, I'm glad it works for them. It seems like they're all in love with each other. So period. Yeah. My question is, is what do you do if one of them gets pregnant? Um, I guess they all, they all three have a kid. I guess so. Okay. Interesting. My sophomore year, I had a huge crush on a guy, but he was dating someone else and seemed super happy, so I forced myself to try to forget about him. We were friendly until he graduated the following year, and I moved on with my life. I was awkward and shy and weird anyway. There was no way he'd ever be interested in me. A few years later, in my senior year, I had a dream about hanging out with him and kissing him. I emailed him about it. I can't remember if I told him about the kiss, but I basically just tried to reconnect. A few days after that, we made plans to hang out, and now we're married. Damn, everybody's just getting hit. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, period for y'all, but man, I didn't know it could be this easy. <laughs> what a bold move, though. Like, you have a dream about him, and then you just straight up, like, hey, I had a dream about you last night. Just out of nowhere, email somebody that. <laughs> and it- yeah, because if I saw that, I'd be like, okay. <laughs> and. Like, what, how are you supposed to respond to that? Like, I'm glad that it worked out for her. I'm glad the feeling was mutual. But I'm just like, what a random email to get one Monday afternoon. Like, Yeah, because I'd be like, I'm not responding. No, I wouldn't either. No. <laughs> but the bravery, good for you. Yeah, period. My dad had a girlfriend for a few years who has got three sons. When my dad and his girlfriend were together for about a year, they decided me and my two sisters should meet her sons. When I met the youngest one, we had this amazing connection I had never felt before. Oh, Jesus Christ. I felt immediately safe with him, even though I didn't feel safe with boys anymore because I had just gotten out of an abusive relationship with my ex. So a few days after Christmas, I decided to text him. We talked for a few days when I realized I was extremely in love with him. First of all, babe, there's no way you're completely in love with somebody that deeply after a few days of texting, especially somebody that's your stepbrother. Let's be serious. My words are not wording. I <laughs> I didn't know he liked me back until he showed me a drawing he had made of me the day after we met. The drawing was beautiful, by the way. So after that, we decided to meet at my house where my dad and his mom were too. That day, we told each other how much we liked each other. We kissed and got into a relationship from there. Both of our parents were very happy for us and didn't find it weird at all. Eventually, our parents split up. But we've been together for 2.5 years, and after all this time, I'm still crazy in love with him. (laughs) (laughs) 
sorry. Uh, Your parents were just like, okay, cool, great. That, that's, um. <laughs> I mean, clearly y'all was the ones meant to be together if they not together. I just, but, I feel like there's a line though. Like you shouldn't yeah. have tried that. Yeah. I don't know how to feel. <laughs> um, yeah. Like, oh, oh, oh that's we? not, that, that's not a. <laughs> I mean. I wish y'all the best, though. All right, last one. I met my husband at my best friend's 15th surprise birthday party at Chuck E. Cheese. Somehow we never met, even though we lived in neighboring neighborhoods, went to the same middle school, and we were only a grade apart. I went to a charter school, so I didn't know any of my best friend's friends from high school. My husband only came to the birthday party because he had a crush on the girl who invited him. At the party, we instantly clicked, and he eventually used a pickup line on me to get my number. He would text me every single morning, but I got annoyed with it and wanted to date somebody at my school. We lost touch not too long after the party. I thought about him periodically throughout the years, but it wasn't anything deep. Just thoughts like, I wonder what that kid's up to. Years later, he was tagged in another friend's Facebook status. I clicked on the name because it was so unique, and I immediately recognized him as the boy from Chuck E. Cheese. I sent him a message and asked if it was him. And it was. He invited me to his youth group. We were about 17 and 18 at this time, but I was going to another friend's church that night, so I declined. Turns out we were in the same youth group. We all went for dinner afterwards and immediately clicked again. We started dating a few weeks later. I met him 10 years ago. We've been happily together for seven years and married for four. We're happily married and blissfully in love. Aww. That's so crazy, meeting at Chuck E. Cheese. Did y'all get the pizza? (laughs) <laughs> I don't, have i ever been to Chuck E. cheese i don't even know i think we have probably just once though you know what my my uh, 22nd birthday party we go on Chuck E. cheese you think they allow that <laughs> <laughs> what are they gonna do turn your big ass around and get out of here <laughs> this for kids hey, come on. <laughs> that's cute though again that's the universe yep Gave him to you at 15 and then brought him back at 18. Like, that's really cool. He said, I'll wait till you're ready. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's get into the out of pocket. So, today's out of pocket actually happened to me at work. Oh. Yeah. Everything fucking happens at work. I swear to God. I know. We'll stay out of pocket. (laughs) (laughs) So I was going to the bathroom and I'm sitting down minding my business and somebody kept trying to open my stall door. Like it was clearly locked and they're just banging on it and banging on it. And I told them three times that somebody was in there. And at first I was like, maybe I said it quietly because I had my headphone in. So then I got louder progressively each time. Lady was not letting up. She didn't respond to me, first of all. And second of all, she just kept banging on the door. So at first I thought it was you. But then I was like, this is Friday. Haley don't work on Fridays. So I'm like, who the hell is this bitch? She keeps banging. This goes on for probably two minutes straight. She keeps trying to get into it. Because, you know, on the outside of the door, if it's locked, it'll turn red. If it's unlocked, it'll turn green. Yeah. Well... As we know, not all of them work like that. Some of them are messed up and always stay green. So I guess, I don't know what was going through this girl's head. Because I literally told her three times that somebody was in there. And she still kept trying to open. Like, she was literally shaking the entire stall. And I'm like, like, am I about to get jumped? Like, I was like, what the hell is going on? (laughs) Then next thing I know, you know the little tiny, tiny hole where the lock is? Yeah. The bitch put her eyeball up in there. Oh, hell no. I was baffled. I was like, not only are you shaking me like a goddamn tornado, but you're going to put your fucking eye and like, and it was crazy eyes too. Like it was so like, leave me alone. I was so scared. And I was done ready to get out of the stall at this point. But with the eyes, I was like, I'm not getting out of here until you leave the facility because exactly. You're crazy. Scared the shit out of me. No kidding. Cause I would have been like, bitch, do you like, well, and to top it off, too, like, we both made eye contact, and I'm just sitting on the pot staring at her, like, like, I didn't know what to do. And so, 
I don't know. It lasted a couple seconds. It was really awkward. And then before she left me alone, she kicked the stall door one more time and then went into the next stall. I was like, who the hell is Why not just go in the other fucking stall to begin with? That's what I'm saying. I'm like, why are you terrorizing me? Ain't no fucking way. I would have been like, what the fuck is wrong with you? That's what I'm saying. And I don't think I knew this person. I don't care if I know you. If you're doing all that and putting your fucking eyeball, I don't <laughs> care if I know you. You just pissed me off. I swear to God, I was just so uncomfortable. I was like, it is 6.30 a.m. in the morning. I'm ready to no. fucking go. I would have been like, I need my privacy and I will not leave this stall until you give it to me. <laughs> it's the fact that like I couldn't even pull up my pants because I didn't. Exactly, because I'm not fucking moving. If your eyeball's there, No. <laughs> But just, like, imagine that. Just some random-ass eye in the people. Oh, my God. I was like, who the fuck is staring yeah. at me? That would have creeped the fuck out of me. Yeah. I would have been texting my manager. I would have been like, girl. I wish the... I mean, obviously, I don't wish. I'm glad that most most of the stall is, like, secluded and you can't really see in the cracks because of, like, the thing that they put and that the yeah. stall door is so long that you can't even see the feet underneath you. But goddamn, in that moment, I wish I could see the feet so that I could match the shoes with whatever bitch was terrorizing me. <laughs> because... Oh, God, because I would have been like, bruh. Well, and I was even more scared because after she finished, I thought she was going to trick me and act like she left. Because like, I was listening for the feet to leave the bathroom. And so at first I was like, what if this bitch is like acting like she's leaving so that I come out the stall? Like, I was like, am I going to get stabbed? Like... <laughs> what's gonna happen here so i stayed in there for like 10 minutes i would have too because what the hell are you doing all that for over a bathroom stall especially when the other one was open i just can't get over the eye like that eye it has been engraved into my soul no that would traumatize me tell me what, i'd go to sleep have a dream about the damn eye yeah <laughs> i swear so out of pocket out of pocket Mm-mm-mm. anyways before we let y'all go the next book review will be coming out in, I, I want to say, is it March 1st? It's like the very beginning of March, and we're going to be reading Archer's Voice by Mia Sheridan or Sheridan. I'm not sure how you pronounce it. I'm very bad at pronouncing. But if you guys want to have a little discussion with us or hear our thoughts about it, make sure you get that book and read it before the beginning of March. And also... Please don't listen to the book reviews unless you've listened to the book because it's not going to make sense. <laughs> and there's yeah. going to be spoilers. Skip, skip those episodes if you don't read. If you haven't read it, it's not going to be entertaining. So. I mean, I don't know. That last book, I'm sorry. That one has so much twists and turns. I feel like even if you didn't read it, you're going to be like, oh, oh. I know, but the spoilers is what it is. That's why I'm saying read the book first, then listen to the book review if you want the the best listening experience. But anyways, we will talk to you guys on Saturday with the true crime episode. Toodles. Okay, bye.